pretty fantastic, huh? <laughs> so we are here today to really um, not just talk about our heart chakra. We're in the middle of a chakra series, if you're new here. Um, the seven chakras uh, represent the energetic spine of your energetic body. And the chakras are like, um, think of them as like wheels or discs that go up from the base of the spine to the crown, the head. Um, there's seven of them. There are more, but we're focusing on seven, the key seven ones. And each one of them contain healing within them and um, power for you to live a balanced, magnificent, purposeful, inspired life. Our focus of, uh, over these um, eight weeks is to not only become educated by them, not only use them, but to live in the experience of the healing that they bring. And the heart chakra is such a magnificent chakra because it really um, is the bridging between the lower chakras, which, which are our grounding earthly human chakras, and from the heart up, we move into our spiritual chakras, the di- higher dimensions of being, um, ways of knowing and understanding life that many of us are not truly tapped into because this dimension of reality, our current culture, has been so busy trying to convince us that the lower chakras are what's real. This is what's happening. And this stuff is, is for God in some other time when you die or who knows what. But for us, what we know today, what is necessary for our own personal healing, for the healing of humanity and for the revelation of God, who God is here to be in this world today, not an old God, not an Old Testament God, not a God even of 1980 or 1990 or 2000, a God of today, the the vibration of unconditional love that is wanted and needed in the world. We are here to become that and to realize that in your humanness. You were conditionally loved. Most of us have scars and wounds. And on our heart, there's a big do not enter sign. There is just a you are not welcome here. Or we've become conditioned to say this person is welcome. This person is not allowed in. And your humanness, because you were loved conditionally, there were times when our heart was broken. There were times when we were rejected and shamed. There were times when we were abandoned. There were times when perhaps someone you loved very dearly left you, either in the world of form or just, uh, you know, I mean, leaving their body or just leaving you in the world of form. But our heart holds those brokenness. And, and if we don't um, take the time to heal our broken emotional heart, we close this heart chakra. The heart chakra begins to just um, contract and, uh, and blocks our ability to feel love and to give love. Healing our emotional heart does not take place in this physical world. Healing our emotional heart is a spiritual um, experience. It is a spiritual dis-ease. And because it is a spiritual disease, an emotional disease, only our spiritual work can heal and release us from these stories of brokenness. When we close our heart chakra, we close ourselves up to the very essence of who we are. The truth is we are unconditional love. Now, even to say that is a big idea because we don't know what unconditional love truly is. We've had moments of it. You've had glimpses of this experience. Um, but, but to live fully in the flow of unconditional love, this is a quantum leap in faith. This is a quantum leap in our experience of life. It is what we're seeking to become because, again, it is who we naturally are. 
You're not seeking to become something else. You're not seeking to become another aspect of you that looks better or is more presentable. We are seeking by the power of unconditional love to experience um, ourselves as whole, perfect, and complete. The healing of our hearts is one of the primary and fundamental healings we must go through on our spiritual journey. Without it, we never truly can awaken to our full spirituality. But the good news, the good news is that in God, all things are possible. So no matter what wounding you have gone through in the world of form, no matter the ways that you have left God outside of your heart, no matter the ways that you have um, blocked blocked the world or created these you know, walls of, of, of safety to hide in, no matter how much you think there has to be done, in God, all things are possible. In God, all things are possible. And in Psalms 51.10, it says, Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Create in me. Breathe that in. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Create within me a heart that is not of this world. Create within me a heart that actually heals and transforms and gives and lives. Create in me not a heart that holds my story. Create in me a heart that is fully present and alive. I had an experience. Some of you heard this. I've told this a few years back. But I was doing, I'll call it a shamanic journey, for lack of a better word in the moment. Um, But in the journey that I was in, the inward meditative, full-on experience that I was in, um, I was kind of taken to a place where there are these beautiful Indians on horses, and I felt like I was a part of them in some other lifetime or something. And, and he said to me, go into the river. And so I, in, in this imagery, I went into the river, and I was standing in the river, and he was there. And his hand reached into my chest and literally ripped out my heart, my, my human heart. And he took it out of me, and he threw it down into the river. And then I was kind of led up this little mountaintop. It sounds crazy, but it was magnificent inside of me. And there was Jesus, who I don't meet often, but he was there, and I was open to that, and um, deep love for my brother. And what happened that was so magnificent that was put into me was the heart that he used. He said, this is the heart that I use. This is the healing heart that is actually in back of Your human heart is where you can imagine it. It is the Christ heart. Christ is not the name of Jesus. It's not Jesus Christ. Christ um, means that he is Christed. He is fully awakened. You are Christ when you know yourself as, as the beloved one. You can put Christ after your name when you want to call upon the wholeness and the power of who you are. But this heart was put inside of me unconditional heart, the heart that all great healers use, the heart that, that, that is the human heart that is never broken, never holds anything against another, and never pushes anyone outside of it. And so I was given this heart to use. It was, it was put inside of me. And the moment inside of me when that occurred, it was electric. It was magnificent because I, I became aware that this heart is, is not only... Um, divinely loving and an energetic that feels so magnificent and heals and transforms, but it's also intelligent. There's an intelligence to the heart. It knows where to go. It knows how to um, disseminate 
It's healing power. It knows how much to give. It knows it has literally a balancing power within it. Our job is to call upon it. Our job is to ask that we be healed by it and that we become vessels for it. Our job, when we activate the heart in back of the heart, the Christ heart that is within you, that is yours to use, to heal, to create with, to feel, to to make love with, whatever it is, it is absolutely yours. When you lean into this heart and you welcome its guidance, it will transform you. But the first step, the first step in the transformation from this healing heart is acceptance. We must first accept ourselves completely. It is the first order of unconditional love. The first rule of unconditional love is total self-acceptance. So all this heart and back of the heart, all this stuff feels so magnificent, and then it's like, I got to accept myself fully? That's a big idea. That's a big idea because we suddenly become aware of how, in many ways, we are our own worst enemy, right? In many ways, the stories we have made up about ourselves are the stories that we're projecting out and recreating as opposed to projecting out this unconditional love that creates brand new possibilities immediately and in every moment. So we must first and foremost accept ourselves because acceptance is the healing power of this chakra. Acceptance is the way that you can begin to live more freely inside this unconditionally loving heart. Do you understand that? The heart is unconditionally loving. So how can you sit in the center of it and not first fully accept yourself? First fully accept and love yourself for who you are as you are. From there, And in harmony and in conjunction with it is our order to love and accept other people where they are as they are. How much time and energy do you use wishing, wanting other people to be different, trying to fix them, trying to make them be different, hoping for them another experience than the one they're in? Unconditional love. Because it is true, because it is clean, because it is pure, because it knows itself as its own and includes everything, it doesn't need to make anyone or anything different. So acceptance of other people, letting them be. Who in your life are you running your racket on? Foreign people, that's a good word, right? (laughs) Who are you running your racket on? Wanting them to be different, thinking they're the problem. This is suffering. This is unconditional love. I mean, this is conditional love. (laughs) That's conditional love. We're really good at conditional love. You know how to do that. I'm talking about a higher vibration of transformation, which sets you free with total acceptance and must at the same time set others free. You know, the Course in Miracles speaks that everybody in our lives is our brother and sister. They are our reflections. They are our teachers. Every single person is in our world by divine appointment. The Holy Spirit uses absolutely everything and everyone to lead you to God. Period. No one excluded. No moment excluded, which means standing in the ice cream line at the ice cream store, standing at the grocery store, sitting in traffic. Every single person that is within your realm of experience, sight, energetic field, the Holy Spirit is using for you. 
to awaken. And the way to begin activating this is to begin speaking words of love and acceptance for everyone around you and consciously, consciously intending to leave them alone, to bless them and know them as holy. See, we can use our brothers and sisters in it, kind of like a, um, it's, it's, it's a simultaneous experience where we're loving and accepting ourselves, we're loving and accepting them, and the multiplication of it becomes so profound. The healing, the, the revelation of God that's possible when we, when we practice loving and accepting ourselves as we are, practice loving and accepting everybody else where they are, and loving what is in, in the world is our third extension of this. That's a little bit harder because the human mind is, because, because we're so, our, our, it comes from compassion. It's a genuine desire coming from compassion, but it's a little backwards, but let me just speak to it first. Our, our want of the world to be different, our want of everything to, to, um, to, to, to be peace, to be love. These are genuine desires. They're, they're genuine realities. But our way of getting to them is backwards. We're going backwards in the world around it because what we're doing, wanting it to be different, very often is recreating it. That's what I'm trying to get to. When we come from conditional love, when we leave anyone outside of our heart in the equation, we are not multiplying love. We are actually multiplying the fear and the suffering. Which means, and this is a big idea, you guys, but the person who's out there raping and pillaging, the armies that are doing it, the countries that are destroying, the people that are building the corporations that you deem so unacceptable, the the Republican Party or the Democratic Party, whichever one you think is the enemy, all of the ways that we do this, we can't hold on to these and seek a world of peace and love. You don't get both. You don't. And the world today needs you. The world today needs you to be a part of the, the, the uh, peaceful warriors. I blogged about that this week. Uh, to be a peaceful warrior means you go into the, the, the fire and you include everyone. You leave no one outside of your heart. Now, that's a big order. How is it possible for us to do this? I have great news for you. God does not choose the qualified. God qualifies the chosen. God does not. So you don't got to get it. How do I do it? I'm not worthy. I don't know. Of course you don't know how, silly. But if you will allow yourself to be chosen, then you will be qualified. God qualifies the chosen. So give up the silly game that you got to figure out how. Give up the idea that you're not good enough or blah, whatever the blah, blah, blah is. You are here. You are now. You are one with God and you are chosen. Because you are chosen, you will be made qualified as you answer the call. As you say, yes, I will be the love soldier in this world, which means no longer will I, by practice, will fall many times. Not about not falling, But it's about getting up over and over and over again. Oh, I bumped that person out of my heart. Holy Spirit, help me bring them back in. Oh, shoot. I was gossiping about so-and-so. Holy Spirit, please release that from me. Heal that acceptance, acceptance. Bring that person back into my heart. Heal me of this. Over and over and over as we allow ourselves to be transformed. I swear to you, there will come a day very quickly if your willingness is high 
there will come a day where you literally walk down the street in a higher vibration. And you no longer will separate and divide. You will see You will see this loving heart that you're working from inside of everyone. You know, Mother Teresa said it in a way that we don't say it, but she got it. Because what she said was, when she would go out into the starving people, the the countless starving people, more than she could ever serve, working 18 to 20 hours a day, what she would say is, all she sees is her beloved Jesus Christ in every person. That's all she saw. She did not see the suffering person. She did not see anyone as separate. She saw her beloved Jesus Christ, which was her guru, which was her spiritual leader, which was her chosen way. And that's exactly what we're saying in a different language. When you allow unconditional love to transform your heart and your energy field, you will begin seeing the beloved in every single person, and you will know them as your own. And love will constantly do the work. You see, it's not for us to figure out. It's for us to surrender to and to become the vessel of. You surrender to unconditional love. You become the vessel for it to be used. And it uses your hands, and it uses your heart, and it uses your voice, and it makes you dance, and it makes you happy. And it really does help you. We see so often here, I love the words, be in the world, but not of this world. We cannot be of this world and make it a loving place. You can't. You can't solve a problem at the level of the problem. You are not of this world. You're not. You are of spirit. You are of this thing called God. Whatever that word means to you, you are of this unconditioned love. So your homework today, this week, is to practice seeing every single person as your own. Every time you see someone, I am you, you are me, I bless you. I am you, you are me, I bless you. Just practice that. Here's the deal. You got, let's say you're going to work for 30 minutes. You got two choices as far as I see it. One is you can let your mind go down its crazy alleys of bitching and complaining and comparing and judging and fighting for 30 minutes. Or you can practice a mantra of saying, I am you, you are me, I bless you. That's a good use of your mental energy. That's a good way to build the muscle of your mind. Because our mind is very untrained. It's very undisciplined. It's used to going, it's like a wild dog without a leash and out a fence. Just running crazy. So we got to tame it. We got to tame it so you got to use those mantras all day long. Driving into work, wherever you're walking, walking around. Run that mantra. Become aware how the crazy mind wants to pull you out. And then without any judging, just love and acceptance, hmm, do I want to spend my energy making myself feel bad and spewing energetic um, discontent and um, fear? Or do I want to become a blessing? I know you want to become a blessing. We all do. We all do. So we get ourselves back to that mantra. I've got another homework exercise for you. We're actually doing it in our Abundant Life class. What a great class. Love that class so much. If you're in it, thank you for being a part of that. Um, We are in our decluttering week because that creates space for prosperity. It gets stuff out of the way. We need to create room for flow. And I thought, you know what? We could all probably declutter. It's springtime. It's spring cleaning. So we could all take the time to clean the closets out, make room, make room for love, make room for God, make room in your life. 
And the way to do that is sometimes we go to the world of form. In your home, look around and what is blocking flow? What is in the way? Open your closets, and if it's pouring stuff out, get it organized and get half of it out because someone needs it, so you're sharing love and extending it, but also because it's going to create space and and flow and order for you. So those are your two homework assignments, yes? (laughs) All right, let us move into prayer. Take a nice deep breath. Breathe right into that heart. Our spiritual counselors, I invite you to come up and stand and hold the space here with me. So grateful for our spiritual counselors. They really are people that have spent many uh, years in class and training to know this truth and to anchor this truth for ourselves and for each other. So we take a deep breath in. And I just say hello to love. I say hello to my divine, my personal experience of God. And I know God as this unconditioned love. I know God as this power and presence who responds to my word. It is literally activated. This thing called God is activated by my conscious use of it. And I use my words now as the power of prayer, declaring my oneness with this unconditional perfect love, declaring our oneness with this unconditional perfect love, filling this very room with this truth, with this magnetic power and energy. And from my place of oneness, I activate the heart behind the heart. I bless it within each one of us. And I declare that every one of us is now using the heart that Christ used. Using the heart that Buddha used. Using the heart that Mother Teresa used, Martin Luther King. The great names, the saints, and the sages that used the heart not of this world. They used the heart that is of the spirit world of love, of unconditioned love. And as we lean into this heart, as we welcome the energy of this heart, we are transformed. I declare here and now that this love releases us from any past ideas of brokenness. It is over. Every relationship is forgiven here and now. I don't care if you never met the person, if you never met your parents, never met whoever it is. There are no wounds in this heart. They are forgiven. They are set free. It's over. Right here, right now, we are renewed, we are restored. And I ask this heart, I activate it and ask it to have its way with each and every one of us. Renew our minds. Give us a new heart, sweet spirit. Literally take the broken one out and fill us. Fill us with your love. Fill us with this healing, beautiful, green energy. Renew us and help us remember who and whose we are. Help us to know that we are the beloved and help us to to accept ourselves so fully and deeply to be released from shame, to be released from fear and to sit in the center of I am unconditional love and everything about me is precious and everything about everybody else is precious and anyone who doesn't know that is simply calling out for love. Holy Spirit, use me. Use me. Make me a vessel of the love that heals. Make me a vessel of the love that transforms. Make me a vessel of the love that accepts and includes everyone. Take a deep breath. Take a moment and breathe into this expansion. Embody it.
so grateful. So grateful for the fulfillment of this prayer, <laughs> for the presence of God that is so palpable, for the miracles that have taken place in this very room. So grateful. And in gratitude, I release this prayer now into the action of the law, knowing that it is done. And in joy and receptivity, we simply say, and so it is. Amen.